Hello again, everybody. Good morning and welcome to Bartow Sports Zone. It's time to get in the zone with Bartow Sports Zone here on WBHF, your source for local coach interviews, local sports news information, and local sports talk. I'm your host, Charles Wilson. I'll be joined today by members of the Bartow Sports Zone team, Alan Sanders and Mike Garcia, back in the WBHF studios. Brad Stevens, Nick Sullivan, Jackson Hyde, and I will be on the Zoom connection. And on today's show, we'll visit with Cartersville baseball coach Kyle Tucker, Woodland baseball coach Matt Montgomery, and representatives from Cartersville Little League, Allison Rutledge, Ty Mitchum, and Nick Wade on the show. They'll tell us all about Little League opening day tomorrow and talk about tonight's events as well. And later on, we'll talk a little baseball and a little college basketball here on Bartow Sports Zone. Glad you've joined us. We're brought to you in part by Styles Auto Care, Elite Stone Supply, Latitude Blue, St. Angelo's Pizza at Lake Point Station, Derek Strange, your Edward Jones Financial Advisor, First Class Collision, Johnny's New York Style Pizza, Wilson Pools, All-Star Roofing, and Three-Way Campers. Let's get today's show started and welcome in to our broadcast this morning, the head baseball coach of the Cartersville Purple Hurricanes, Kyle Tucker. Good morning, coach. Good morning, Charles. Testing, one, two, three, can you hear me? Absolutely. We've got you on the Zoom connection. Glad to have you here with us this morning. Welcome back to the Zone and Bartow Sports Zone. I got to tell you a little story as we get started. All back right. uh, back in 2002 to 2006, I got kind of got trapped into doing some additional coaching. I was AD at the time. Uh, we had a coach that didn't show up uh, after summer after hiring someone in the summer, and uh, in those five years, uh, I was able to take over the fast pitch softball team out at Cass, and we won 106 games in five years. I thought that was a blur. I mean, I just couldn't believe how things just kind of fell into place. And we had that kind of success in five seasons. Now, you're nine games into the 2022 schedule. You're just beginning your fifth year as a head coach, I believe. And uh, last weekend at Perfect Game, uh, the showdown over there in Hoover, you pick up your 100th win in barely over four seasons. Congratulations. Well, thank you, Charles. I appreciate you saying that very much. And, um, you know, just it, it, it is kind of neat. You reflect a little bit. It's funny what you said. It is a blur. And it's, um, you know, it feels like I've been the head coach for like three weeks. Um, but it's going <laughs> on, um, you know, as far as the calendar says, it's, it'll be uh, five years, I believe, this July. So, uh, man, time time moves quickly. But listen, and you know, and you had a lot of success to win a, 106 games in five years. Uh, you got to have great players. You got to have great coaches. You got to have great support. And, uh, man, thankfully at Cartersville, we've got all of that from, you know, from the school, from our city, from our parents. And, I mean, we've just got, we've got talented baseball players. And, uh, you know, baseball, it, it, kids laugh now. They'll see pictures of our team. Coach, why are you wearing a uniform? And I was like, well, the uh, old days of baseball, the coaches played. Um, that was well over a century ago. And it's just a custom that's never changed. So I say all that to say coaches don't play in the game. The players do. And, man, we've got a lot of great players, and uh, that's why we've been successful and continue to be, and hopefully we'll uh, keep having a great season. Your 16th year back at Cartersville High School, I believe, as both a football and a baseball coach. Cartersville's got a long tradition in both of those sports in particular, but 
I believe you'll agree your your career has kind of spanned some of the really special years of Cartersville athletics. Yes, Charles, it has. Um, and obviously I'm just so thankful for that. And, um, you know, you kind of start and it's kind of like, hey, I, you know, you never know um, what's, you know, playing for you, what God has in store for you. But just thankful to be around great people and some that are just very talented. And, uh, I mean, you know, it sticks out to me, I guess, in football is being around with Trevor Lawrence. But then when you think about Trevor and, and just the talent surrounding him and everybody knows how good Trevor is, it's kind of like, man, if we didn't have success, we weren't doing a, a very good job of coaching. But um, it, it's been a lot of fun and uh, had a lot of good times. And, you know, some of uh, you know, we won some state championships in both sports, but man, some of the some of the teams that maybe didn't win it were still some of my most fun teams to be around and provided some great memories. And you know, just the relationships you make with other coaches and uh, players, and seeing your your players go on and have success in college and now in the pros, and some even are in coaching now is really cool. Yeah, always a lot of fun to win, no matter what you're doing, right? Yes, sir. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. We're up on our first break of the morning on Bartow Sports Zone. We're visiting with Coach Kyle Tucker of the Cartersville Purple Hurricanes. He's the head baseball coach. We'll talk some baseball when we return, so stick around. You're listening to Bartow Sports Zone. First Class Collision Center knows when damage occurs to your car or truck, the repair work has to be perfect. Specializing in vehicle service, mechanical repairs, body work, and big trucks too, First Class uses all factory equipment for your specific make and model. First Class Collision Center, just south of Grassdale on US 41, online at firstclasscollisionga.com. Hey folks, listening to high school baseball is a great time to call ahead and pick up a pizza from your very own St. Angelo's Pizza next to Lake Point Sports. Nothing goes better with baseball than a hot pie, delicious wings, and our award-winning garlic knots. So if you're in the mood for some great food, order online at stangelos.com. That's S-T-A-N-G-E-L-O-S dot com. Welcome back, everyone, to Bartow Sports Zone. We're visiting with Kyle Tucker. He's the head baseball coach of Cartersville Purple Hurricanes. Coach, before we uh, get to the game so far that you've played this season, tell us a little bit about your coaching staff this year. Yeah, um, great coaching staff. Start off with uh, assistant coach Brian Adams. Brian's been in the Cartersville school system 17 years. Middle school basketball PE teacher. Kids love him. Students love him. Players love him. Just blessed to have him. Great baseball guy. Great baseball mind. JoJo Underwood kind of runs our offense and our hitting. Carswell grad, 2013 state championship team, played at UNC Greensboro. Got JoJo with us. And then our pitching coach is Asa Williams, uh, another 2012 Carswell grad, uh, went and played at Reinhardt. Uh, Asa goes to work. It's not his 9 to 5. It's his 6 to 3. He goes down to Kennesaw, works his job from 6 to 3. He's community coach for us. Drives back up. Um, just phenomenal uh, pitching coach and uh, just really sharp. Uh, that's our varsity staff. River Brandon. Luke Daniel, Tim Graves, Cody Bamforth, that makes up our uh, sub-varsity staff. Very good. And off to a great start. 7-2 and two following Wednesday night's win over Ringgold. Wins over Lassiter. That's a ranked team in Class 6A. Denmark, a ranked team in Class 7A. 3-1 and one at the perfect game showdown over in Hoover. The only loss there coming to Sparkman of Alabama. Uh, the only other loss of the season was to Etowah. That's another ranked team in Class 7A in extra innings back in February. 
a really good start for what looks to be another team that can make a deep run in the state playoffs. What has the early non-region portion of the schedule taught you about this year's team so far? Well, it's taught us that that we can compete, and that's what we've told told the guys. You know, we've we played, as you mentioned, man, rattle it off some really good teams. You mentioned Sparkman. They're number six and 7A over there in Alabama. And then Saturday we played Daphne. They were number seven in 7A and uh, nothing, nothing game going into the eighth. And uh, we found out, you know, we found a way to win. We had one hit, but it was the game-winning hit. Um, so we know that we can compete with, with some of the best, um, but, and we're going to have to because our region – is loaded. Calhoun, I think, is 10 and 2. Blessed Trinity is Blessed Trinity. Uh, I know you're about to have Matt on. Woodland is, is off to a really good start and uh, has a really good team. And uh, Cass and Hiram um, are getting better and, and have some had some success in the last couple of weeks. So, you know, it's it's been good to play really good teams. But next week, the region schedule starts and we kick it off with Calhoun. And, um, you know, all five series that we play will be very, very tough series. Yeah, we always talk about this year after year. Uh, we'll come back to some of those other teams that you're playing in just a minute. But uh, Region 7-5A plays uh, a weekly three-game series, and uh, that's be- becoming a more common way for regions around the state to play out their region regular season schedules. Do you like that format over the old single-game rotation as you go around and play everybody <laughs> one time? And, and tell us a little bit about that. Uh, yes, sir, Charles. I, I love it. Last year was our first experience with it. Um, it just makes more sense. You, you do, you do, you're an AD, so you know about scheduling. Um, it, it, it helps having an even number of teams in the region. That makes it a lot easier to do. That way everybody's playing every week. Um, but, you know, we'll, like, for instance, next week on Tuesday, we'll host Calhoun. Friday, we'll go to Calhoun to play a doubleheader to complete the three games. I like it. You're playing one opponent a week. You're playing three games. So teams can't save their best pitcher for you or for another team every time through. Um, and if you get bad weather, it makes the rescheduling a lot easier because you're not having to juggle other opponents and other days. You, you know, hey, this week we got to get three games in with this team. So from scheduling, competitive balance, um, fairness, I guess. I don't know if fairness is the word, but you know what I'm getting at. Uh, it's fair for everybody. Um, I like it a lot, and uh, we're going to continue that um, next year with a new region. The, the, the days and schedule will be a little bit different, but you'll still play uh, – one team per week. I like it a lot. Very good. Uh, we talked about that tough non-region schedule. Let's toss in some other names uh, that are coming your way, too, real quickly. Sandy Creek is ranked uh, in Class 3A. Locust Grove ranked in Class 5A. And North Paulding ranked in Class 7A. Uh, give you a chance real briefly. You're going to see all those teams in the battle for Bartow out at Lake Point. Uh, tell us a little bit about that event real quickly. Yeah, battle for Bartow again. Um, you know, you helped us get this thing off the ground a few years ago, and it's been really good. We've got another – we've got 10 teams coming. Uh, spring break week, you know, a lot of teams like to play over spring break. But now teams are kind of taking trips earlier in the season. They don't want to take a spring break trip. We can go play at Lake Point. Everybody gets three games. And uh, those will be the three teams um, that we're playing with. With us and Cass and Woodland being in the same region, we don't really do a bracket so we can avoid playing each other. Uh, but we'll all be out there, and, and hopefully we can get will back in it next year. They – they just can't play because they're in their region. I mean, they sure. just they can't um, they can't come over there then. So we certainly understand that. Um, but that'll be uh, April, uh, I think, seventh and eighth. Uh, so about four weeks um, from from now. Looking forward to that. And of course, we'll have coverage here on WBHF. We didn't get to your players yet, Coach. We're running out of time. Tell us a little bit about 
the strength of your pitching staff this time and who have been some of the top performers early? Yeah, I'll try to, to rattle some off. Ryan Johnson, sophomore, pitched very well for us. Uh, Caden Carroll, Jr. has pitched very well for us. Uh, Phillip Schultz had a great outing the other day. Colt McKibben is a senior that's pitched well. Uh, proud of Colin Eaton and Cal Goss, seniors out of the bullpen. Drew Rothschild, a senior. Paul Gamble. Uh, I think we won seven games, and I think we have four uh, four different pitchers that have recorded a win. So uh, that's been really cool for us to see. Jeffrey Gore out of the bullpens recorded a save. And then, you know, offensively at the top of our lineup, you know, the top three come to mind. Kurt Bonner is Kurt Bonner. He's just so good. People forget how good he is because he just goes out and produces. Elliot Easton has played a really good center field for us and done a great job at the plate. And then Caleb Daniel is a sophomore. Um, is hitting third for us right now. Had a great tournament down in Hoover. And, uh, you know, it's off to a great start, and hopefully that can continue. You kind of uh, settled into – uh, it looks like uh, just kind of looking at box scores from the early games, you kind of settled into an order with Bonner and Easton at the top, and then Daniel Rothschild, Hank Smith, and Childers kind of in the middle of that order. And it's been productive so far when it had to be. It has, and that's what you know. We told the team the other night when we when we've had we're going to face good pitching, and I mean we we faced it's like every time we play as a uh, he's committed to a Division One school. Here we go again. Um, and yeah, that's kind of been our lineup the past few games, but man, we're always, you know, we're, we tell them, man, we're, we're competing, we're competing with the other team, but man, we're competing with ourselves. Let's, let's, you know, make each other better and, uh, let's have competitive at bats. And, uh, we, we try to put a competitive lineup out there, uh, every game. Coach Kyle Tucker, we're down to our final minute this morning. Any kind of special events or anything you want to promote coming up with Cartersville baseball, uh, in the coming weeks? Yeah, we'll have our military per, uh, public servants day um, the first week at, back after spring break. Uh, the date I, I want to say it's the 11th or 12th of April to Tuesday uh, when we host cast. We'll, we'll we'll make sure that we get that that information out. I, I don't have my calendar right in front of me, so I may be off a day or two. But we'll have that date. Our senior day will be the week after that. Uh, but yeah, the region kicks off next week, so a lot of big games coming up at uh, Richard Bell Field here over the next month. And of course, that region schedule with Calhoun, Blessed Trinity, of course, uh, Cartersville in there, Hiram and Cass and Woodland, also opponents in Region 7-5A. And we're looking forward to all the coverage we'll have here on WBHF. Coach Tucker, thank you for joining us this morning on Bartow Sports Zone. It's always a pleasure. Thank you, Charles. Pleasure for me, too. Enjoy it. Y'all have a good Friday, good weekend. Have fun in the snow. Yeah, we'll catch you again in about two weeks. We'll be in touch. Yes, sir. Kyle Tucker on Bartow Sports Zone. We'll be back. Since 1965, Stiles Auto Care has built the reputation of efficient repair excellence and guaranteed workmanship for the life of the car with the current owner. A Napa Auto Care Center. Stiles can service your vehicle too. And we have all major brands of accessories. Stiles Auto Care, where we can do everything for your car except sell it. Wilson Pools has been a leader in pool construction, service, and repair for more than 55 years. Visit the retail store at 109 South Dixie Avenue in Cartersville, the Blue Beach House with the bright yellow door for all your swimming pool needs. Wilson Pools, we make swimming easy. Visit wilsonpools.com or find Wilson Pools on Facebook. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. I'm Charles Wilson. We have Alan Sanders and Mike Garcia back in the WBHF studios. I'm on the Zoom connection, 
And we'll be joined now by the Woodland Wildcats head baseball coach, Matt Montgomery. Welcome back to the zone and Bartow Sports Zone, coach. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. Uh, let's get you started this morning by talking a little bit about your 2022 coaching staff. Tell us who's helping out with the Wildcats this season. Uh, yeah, again, we uh, had a, a couple additions this year, which was – I think we've uh, built a really good staff to be around our kids. Um, a couple consistent faces. So, uh, Ty Fowler, that was helping us, our pitching coach, has been there for a while. Uh, he's still here. And um, added a couple of varsity coaches. But actually, I got his dad in, and, and people around Carsville know Jeff Fowler and know he's been around some good baseball for a long time. Uh, kind of got him in as a community coach this year. He – Second of being around a couple of days a week last week, and he kind of came a little more and more. And this year, he went and took his community coach thing and, and got him. And he actually helped with softball as well. Uh, and then we have a uh, coach Mackey, Justin Mackey, is a first year math teacher, so he's helping us with the varsity as well, coaching outfield. Uh, there's four varsity, and we actually have four guys helping out with our JV program as well. Uh, Nick Shields is the head JV coach; has been with us for a few years now, and Hunter Reed as well is a Woodland graduate. Uh, 2016, I believe, is helping uh, Austin Cleveland, which is, I uh, think, a, a guy that never gets to rest. He coaches football and helps with the wrestling program and, and helps us as well. And then uh, Hunter Osborne's actually come on as a community coach this year, also helping out. So a very strong staff there, and it continues to grow out at Woodland. Six and five on the season so far this year. That record might be a little bit deceiving. You've played a really good schedule, wins over – Carrollton, McEachern, you beat Rome a couple of times. You've beaten Wheeler and most recently Cahulla Creek. Uh, the losses come at Paulding, at Marietta twice on a doubleheader, and at Rockmart along with uh, a loss Wednesday night to uh, North Cobb at Lake Point. Uh, it sounds like the home field has been advantageous for the Wildcats this year. Yeah. Well, well, we got to play there. I think, uh, I think going in today, we've only actually played two – Two home games at our field so far. Uh, having to move a couple, you know, getting backed up into region schedule next week. We've actually had to move two on the turf fields at one point. So I think we went on a basically like a two-week road trip a couple weeks ago, where we played four games on the road, all all in a row, or six game actually six games in a row, all in, all on the road. What have those early games so far in this season taught you about this year's club? Um. I think I was laughing about kind of joking with somebody the other day and said, you know, it's kind of – we have flashes where we where we pitch well and then flashes where we hit well. We just haven't lined them up very very good. Uh, days where we, where we throw it well, we you know, can't seem to get the bats going. And then there's been days where we, you know, seem like we can't miss at the plate and then we, we haven't pitched very well. So, you know, still kind of waiting on, on our guys to sort of link that up. If we can, you know, we can be pretty good, but – Otherwise, the the biggest thing I've seen with this group is is they'll fight. Um, you know, there's been several where we've been in it at the end and uh, have you know come from behind, or times where in the past where we may have just kind of hung our head. Uh, this group really's got some some grit that our whole team hadn't really played with in the past, which is yeah you know, something you can't really coach. It's something that your kids have that, um, that I think is really going to be good when you got to face a region schedule like we do. We're visiting with Coach Matt Montgomery. He's the head baseball coach of the Woodland Wildcats. Played a really good schedule so far tonight. Uh, you're scheduled for a home game with East Paulding. 
and then some other non-region games coming up a little bit later on. I know we start the region schedule next week, but you've got the battle for Bartow coming up April the 7th and the 8th, where you're going to face Valdosta, Cedartown, and Ringgold in three games uh, over a couple of days. You've really scheduled some tough opponents, Coach. Uh, what are the goals of that non-region schedule? Well, I mean, if uh, you know, we tell the kids, I don't want the first time they're in a bad situation or a tough spot or a, uh, you know, to, to get kind of tested. I don't want that to be in games that you know that matter to get to get to the postseason. So, you know, that's something that that I've seen you know, the guys that I've worked for in the past, and it's always kind of paid off that. You know, even if your record doesn't show it necessarily, you're you're tested. And then when you get in those, you know, region games, and when you're playing people like Blessed Trinity and Calhoun and Cartersville in your in your region, you're gonna you're gonna have to go up against. I mean, you're gonna have to play good teams, and you're gonna have to compete with that. And haven't seen pitching like that, or you haven't seen teams like that, then you're not gonna be ready. You know, to capitalize the situations. Uh, you know, especially playing guys early. We talk about if you're playing a lesser opponent. You're not really getting exposed for mistakes you're making. Um, you know, when you play good teams, they're going to make you pay when you don't execute or you know, can't find the plate or you're, you know, not in it. And so we want to get those mistakes brought out and we want to get paid for it early so we can fix it. He's Matt Montgomery. He's the head baseball coach of the Woodland Wildcats, talking about his non region schedules thus far. The Wildcats are off to a 6-5 and five start this season against some really quality opponents. They're in the always tough Region 7-5A. We'll talk more about those teams and that schedule and more about the players on the Woodland Wildcats team this season when we return to Bartow Sports Zone. If you're thinking about retiring, you probably have questions. You're ready, but are your finances? Your Edward Jones Financial Advisor, Derek Strange, can help. Call 770-386-4545 to schedule an appointment. Edward Jones, member SIPC. Welcome back, everyone, to Bartow Sports Zone. I'm Charles Wilson, your host, along with Alan Sanders and Mike Garcia back in the WBHF studios playing all the music for us this morning on the commercial bumps. We're visiting with Coach Matt Montgomery of the Woodland Wildcats. And, uh, Coach, uh, we were talking about your non-region schedule. Let's get into the region for just a little bit. A 15-game Region 7-5A schedule. Uh, You've got uh, Blessed Trinity, Cartersville, Hiram, Calhoun, and Cass all in there. And that's three teams currently ranked in the dugout preview poll this week at three, five, and six. Blessed Trinity in there at number three, Cartersville at number five, and Calhoun at number six. This is a really tough region. Oh, absolutely. I I feel like uh, always, I mean, that was, you know, like we said, that's kind of, kind of have to schedule a tougher non-region schedule to get ready for this because you know you're going to be put through a buzzsaw and uh you know you're going to see some of the best baseball played in the state you know every week um you know even uh, like i said we're fighting for top four i mean you when you've got six in the in the region like this it's kind of hard you know you can't take a can't have an off day can't take a week off can't you know just expect to walk out there and uh expect something to come to you 
when you're playing a tougher schedule like that within the region and you you're going to be playing a three-game series each week with some of those opponents we'll talk a little bit more about that in just a moment but what's the mindset and what's the message that you give to your kids each week as you line up against a cartersville or a calhoun or a blessed trinity well i mean we just we want to we compete you know just want to compete you want to get out there and and do your best and fight and you know everybody knows in baseball anything can happen um but i mean we've We've shown, you know, hopefully in our non-region for the some of those games, you know, that we slipped away. We play guys like that that they've we've gone out there and we've played with with good, we've hit good pitching. We've seen that, you know, they've they've got that, you know, confidence in the back of their mind and, and know that it's going to be a tough game when you start out. Um, and I wasn't sure going into this region that I would have liked the the three game series, the doubleheader on Fridays, but uh, you know, Coach Harlan is a blessed trendy when they when we started this said it, and it's you know it's true that you really get to see the whole team. Like, it's a, it's not a – sometimes when you play everybody through once or twice, you know, you line up against the same pitcher. You, you know, they get to throw their guy every time. Like, when you play a three-game series in a week, you really get to see, you know, top to bottom who the better teams are. Um, and it's not necessarily who's got the best, you know, one or two. And, uh, you know, it goes into kids being able to make adjustments when they see how, you know, how the team's pitching them or what they're playing or – uh, so, you know, there's there's a little bit of strategy in there too when you you know when you see the other team. Not that you're going to see a pitcher over and over again, but you see the team and what their kind of what their philosophy is and, and places you can try to attack or things you need to defend well. Uh, you know, throughout the week. And that's that's great. You kind of uh, merged into the next question that I had. Uh, so you like that three game series uh, week by week as compared to the old single game rotation where you go through and you might catch the same team's number one pitcher in both games. Yeah, I feel like uh, I feel like I was always on the wrong end of that. <laughs> Everybody does. Uh, yeah, always. Yeah, I always feel like I was on the one that you know. I guess every coach feels like that. We always face this guy's number one, but I don't know if you could have done it with with the pitchers now. But we uh we uh, last when I was at Morgan County starting out, uh, Hart Hart County had two really good pitchers, and uh, that's all we saw. And I remember I was coaching first base, and I asked the kid, and I was like, hey, you know, who else, like, who else pitches? And the kid kind of looked at me and goes, I mean, no, nobody really. Yep. Like, I'll start on Monday, and if I can't finish, he'll he'll come in, and then he'll pitch Wednesday. If he can't finish, I'll come in, and then I'll start again on Friday. And I was like, I mean, yeah, it's just not – it's not good. It's not conducive for kids. Like, that's not – you know. But it makes you – and it makes coaches build depth. Um you know, playing three games against the same opponent, like you're going to have to build pitching depth. You can't go out there with, you know, two or three pitchers and think you're going to, you know, think you're going to run the table. It, it takes, which is which is better for kids because then, you know, we have to get out there and develop guys and get them time in non-region games so that they're ready to compete at that high level and when you're, when you're playing good teams every week. Well, you've definitely done that so far in the early part of the season. By my count, you've used up to a dozen different guys on the bump already this season. Yeah, we um, you know, we last uh, we have we've got some really good arms and some guys that that have some really good chance to be really good. Uh, like I said, we've been a little inconsistent up and down the mound. There could be a lot of reasons for that. Um, but yeah, we've got you know, last year we felt like you we had experience and guys that had thrown. You know, Peyton Posey and Scotty Smith had thrown since they were sophomores, and um, you know, but we felt like we you know we could go out there and you knew what you were going to get. Um, I feel like we may have pitchers with better, yeah, you know, that could have better stuff 
you know, if you're just looking at numbers and, and what their movements and things like that, they just we had to get them some experience there. They hadn't had a right. lot of uh, a lot of varsity time on the mound that that quality and yeah, you know, they'd come out there and, and cut their teeth a little bit in non region and get some good opponents and like I said, we got exposed to you know, you get exposed for mistakes there too, you know, when you're leaving balls over the plate or you can't throw your off speed for strikes and you've got to groove fastballs against good teams, it's not a recipe for success. So um, you know, it gives them something to work on. Like, you just gotta keep the confidence up and tell them that you know that's that's what the, that's the point of it, and that it's not the you know, it doesn't really matter and all that kind of thing. And it's just it's all something to work on. It's all just you know, turn the fat and try to figure out what they can do well. Well, as always, Coach, we always run out of time before we can get to everything we want to talk about with you. Uh, we'll have you back on in a couple of weeks, and we'll see how things go between now and then. And maybe we'll have time to talk a little bit more about the offensive side of your lineup uh, and, and some of the defense up the middle as well. So uh, good luck to you uh, as you start the region schedule next week. We'll see you next time. Yes, sir. I appreciate no. Prepared with dough that's made daily and always the freshest ingredients, Johnny's New York Style Pizza is your family-friendly spot in Cartersville for pizza, a fresh salad, wings, a New York Style sub, or your favorite pasta dish. Johnny's has plenty of daily lunch specials, too. Johnny's New York Style Pizza, 244 North Dixie Avenue. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone here on WBHF. I'm your host, Charles Wilson. And uh, we want to thank our guest from the opening hour this morning, Kyle Tucker of the Cartersville Purple Hurricanes and Matt Montgomery of the Woodland Wildcats for joining us as our guest in that opening hour of Bartow Sports Zone. We remind you that we're brought to you in part by Styles Auto Care, Elite Stone Supply, Latitude Blue, St. Angelo's Pizza at Lake Point Station, Derek Strange, your Edward Jones Financial Advisor, Johnny's New York Style Pizza, Wilson Pools All-Star Roofing, Three-Way Campers, and First Class Collision Center. And now we're going to turn our attention to always a big event in the Cartersville and Bartow County community. We've got Cartersville Little League just about ready to get underway, and we welcome in our guest this morning, Allison Rutledge, Ty Mitchum, and Nick Wade to Bartos Sports Zone. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning. Good morning. Glad to have everybody with us this morning. Opening day tomorrow, and we'll Allison will let you kind of take the lead here this morning as we get started. Uh, opening day that's always uh, requires a lot of planning. Uh, there will be a lot of excitement over in the Atco area at Hicks Park. Uh, both tonight and tomorrow, I guess, if it's the weather going to cooperate. We sure hope it's going to cooperate. We've actually moved our opening ceremonies back to 11 a.m. tomorrow from 10 to try our best to get those in. We understand it's going to be cold, but opening day is a special day. Um, we always have a great ceremony. We have a lot of awards to give out tomorrow, some special presentations. We're going to honor Walker Phillips tomorrow during opening ceremony, so we just hope that all those parents bundle up their little ones and join us for tomorrow. Yeah, I wanted to give you a chance and, and just kind of take this opportunity right now, if you will, just kind of outline the events that you have planned for tonight and tomorrow. So tonight is our family fun night. Adam's Barbecue actually donates all of our food. Um, we're planning on feeding about five to 600 people tonight in our park. 
Um, dinner tickets are five dollars or four for twenty, and then we'll go right into skills. We have a pinpoint uh, speed racer. We have a home run derby for the minor league and major league, and then we have a top gun for minor and major. We our little guys, our rookie guys, they get to uh, get to participate in the speed racer and the pinpoint, and it's just a lot of fun. The kids have a blast. Um, we end the night with the home run derby. We have a dad's home run derby too that we that the guys can participate in, and it's just a lot of fun. It's a big fundraiser for us. We have a lot of baskets that these teams have worked their tails off getting stuff donated, and um, so we're just looking forward to tonight. We're glad that the rain is holding off until after eleven. It's going to be a little warmer today, and um, we're just excited to get started. Sure. And then tomorrow with uh, opening ceremonies now pushed back. I know you and I were talking a little bit before the show began this morning. Uh, chance that some of those games may be moved around. Nothing official yet. No, that decision will be made later today. And when it is, we'll let our Cartersville Little League community know what, what we're planning on doing. Very good. Well, uh, let's turn over to uh, Ty now. Ty Mitchum joining us on the Zoom connection this morning. Tell us just a little bit about the leadership roles with Cartersville Little League. Yeah, thank you, Charles. Yeah, we've got 15 board members. Um, these board members serve countless hours. Um, it's really a labor of love. Um, and, you know, I always, you know, I've been over there seven years. Uh, I've only been on the board five, but I often tell people, I said, some of, you know, our closest friendships come from, you know, just spending time with these families and working with them and trying to, you know, through the game of baseball, we're trying to do something good in the community, trying to help people experience community and, and work with these young boys and girls to really, you know, develop quality life lessons and life skills. Um, you know, but beyond that, much beyond that, I mean, our background checks tell us, I mean, how many volunteers it takes. I mean, it's a, around 125 to 150 people every year that, you know, pour into this uh, program, you know, and uh, above that, you know, obviously we have, uh, we're in a city park and our, uh, you know, we're a program provider for the uh, Carswell Parks and Recreation Department and, um, you know, and their staff, you know, is always, you know, behind the scenes and, and helping us with whatever assistance we need. You know, our district, or our boundary inside District 1 is pretty much the southern half of the county. So we're serving all the way down to Alatoona, then the south side of 113. And um, and so, but it takes being a volunteer-ran organization, a 501c3, a nonprofit, um, you know, it takes a lot of labor of love, you know, a lot of our amazing, amazing, you know, business uh, partner sponsors that just pour into this year after year after year. And, um, and just, we are very blessed by just the love this community shares with us. Absolutely. Cartersville Little Leagues, Allison Rutledge, Ty Mitchum, and Nick Wade visiting with us this morning on Bartow Sports Zone with some a family fun night coming up this evening and opening day ceremonies tomorrow. Those have now been pushed back to 11 a.m. Uh, Alan, I'm going to give you a little warning here. We're going to take our break just a little bit early uh, so we can come back with the next series of questions. Uh, coaches, teams, team moms, concession workers, umpires, all of those things, uh, all of those volunteers, we appreciate everyone with Cartersville Little League, and we'll have more on all of that when we return to Bartow Sports Zone. 
For work on your roof or gutters, call the licensed and insured pros at All-Star Roofing. With free inspections and estimates, contact All-Star at 678-245-9658 or 770-655-0911. Also online at allstarroofs.com. You can rest easy under the stars when it's an All-Star Roof. Welcome back, everyone, to Barto Sports Zone. Charles Wilson here along with Alan Sanders and Mike Garcia back in the WBHF studios. I'm on the Zoom connection this morning with Cartersville Little League uh, representatives, Allison Rutledge, Ty Mitchum, and Nick Wade. And uh, let's start with you, Ty. Uh, we talked about the hundreds of volunteers that it takes to make Cartersville Little League possible. If folks are not involved already, Talk to our listeners. Tell them how they can get involved with Cartersville Little League. Yes, sir. So, really, it's just reaching out, connecting with us via Facebook or email. It's CartersvilleLittleLeague at gmail.com, uh, or they can, you know, call uh, me directly. And I'm, uh, but, you know, so there's always a place. I mean, whether it's, you know, somebody says, well, I don't coach, I don't do this. Well, I'm going to say, well, hey, do you love your community? Do you love young people? Do you want to make a difference? You know, and we'll get you plugged in. And there's um, obviously so much of our planning happens in the fall. And so we're getting people in, in roles and getting a new board put in in, in the month of August. And so, um, you know, it's just about knowing you're there, being available. We have a lot of work days if you're just like, hey, I just want to come out and, you know, and work with you guys and kind of get to know some of y'all. And we do a lot of work in the park, which we'll be out there all day today. If anybody's around, wants to come out, we're just going to be out there polishing up, putting some finishing touches and, you know, just making sure that our fields and uh, facilities are are ready for uh, the community to come out and start enjoying them. And Ty, a lot of folks out there listening, they may be worried about cost and expense. So what what are the typical expenses for today's Little League parents? So our player registration fee is $130. Um, and, you know, that's maybe a little bit more than uh, some other programs that you may see. But obviously uh, what we really preach is the value. You know, the coaches, the uh, facilities that we have, you know, we believe are as good as, you know, you'll find in, in, you know, in this area in youth baseball. And, you know, from that, you know, if a parent has an issue with that, then we'll take care of that. We will make sure if a child wants to play baseball and that is an issue, we will take care of that and take that off the table and make sure that child can play baseball. But we will not turn a kid down. And Allison, I know uh, none of this can happen without all the tremendous sponsors you have in the community. Tell us a little bit about your Grand Slam sponsors with the Cartersville Little League. This year, we actually have 20 Grand Slam sponsors, which has been our biggest year yet, thanks to our board for working very hard. Russ Hunt is our um, coordinator for fundraisers, and he has done a tremendous job this year. So our Grand Slam sponsors are Ted Corn Attorney, Glenda Mitchell Law Firm, Matt Jones Motorsports, Sanofi's Bank, Harry Daniel Insurance, Adams Barbecue, Coconuts Ice Cream, Self Recycling, George F. Willis Realty, Southern Machine and Fabrication, Fairway Independent Mortgage, Aaron Step, Owen Security, All Weather Heating and Cooling, John Morosco Law Firm, Wealth EMP, Red Lightning Logistics, Pritchard Injury Firm, Southern with Grace, Off Center Gunworks, and Piedmont Cartersville Medical Center. And without these Grand Slam sponsors, we would not be able to provide the stuff that we are able to provide for our players and our community. So we appreciate 
our Grand Slams and all of our sponsors across the board because we have different levels, but our Grand Slams, you know, they, they really help us out tremendous. Sure, and all of those sponsors, of course, Ty was just talking about possible expenses that parents may have for their little leaguers, but those uh, sponsors obviously add tremendous value to what those parents receive uh, from those particular uh, fees that may be out there. Allison, before we jump over to Nick here in just a moment, uh, what are the numbers this year? Numbers of teams in the major league, the minor leagues, uh, total number of participants that you have? So our total number just in Little League this year is 302 kids. We have eight teams in majors, nine teams in minors, and eight teams in rookies. So I think Ty and I discussed it. I think we grew by 20 or 25% this season from last season. Nice. Which is all kudos go to our board for helping make sure that all the information is out and they're helping with registration and the social media posts. And it's just, it is really a community effort to make sure that we can have the league that we have. We're visiting with Allison Rutledge, Ty Mitchum, and Nick Wade of Cartersville Little League Baseball. I'll give you a little background on myself. I played in Cartersville Little League. I go all the way back to the 1970 season, so that puts a little uh, number on on my head. Uh, I was a member of the Rebels, and I'm one of the few players that ever got drafted in an expansion draft. I moved from the Rebels to the Dodgers as an 11-year-old. So as Cartersville Little League went from, I believe it was six teams to eight teams back in those days in the early 70s. Nick, I know that you have a tremendous uh, uh, large spot in your heart for Cartersville Little League and uh, all the all the glory that that has brought uh, along the years. Oh, yeah, I was uh, really reminded last night. Uh, we went to dinner with uh, the Rutledges, who I played with Clint, and uh, bumped into Blake Martin. And uh, one of my fondest <laughs> stories was with old Blake. Man, we're, we're on Rudy York Field playing, and I can hear the coaches over there, his dad, Harry, Dwayne, <laughs> Fuquay, and they're over there just having a good old time. I come up to bat, and they walk him, walk him, walk him. And uh, they said, no, we're pitching to him. So I hit a ball. Luckily, I got lucky enough to hit one out center field, and Blake jumps up on the fence and is waving by to it. Man, it's just – there's a lot, of, a lot of good times had out there by a lot of good folks. And I uh, look forward to a really good season this year. And, man, it's just going to be a good time at Hicks Park couple of other questions for you. Obviously, the schedule is designed to get started tomorrow. We're still kind of in limbo as to whether or not those games will be played starting tomorrow. But in general, how long does the season last? About how many games do Little League teams play now? So we have a, correct me if I'm wrong, 16-game regular season. Then we run into a playoff, that, which everybody's going to play two games. It'll be a double elimination and uh, we roll out from there, which you could play up to six games, maybe a seventh on the end. Yeah, we'll have opening so day only 17 games. Opening day had 17. Very good. And will Cartersville Little League uh, have a junior and senior league this time with the uh, 13 and over kids? Yes, we will. And those sign-ups and evals are, are next Tuesday the 15th at Sugar Valley, well, Cartersville Sports Complex, I think, field number three, um, starting at 6 o'clock 
but they can currently sign up. Um, and we right now we will have two junior league teams and one senior league team, but we would love to have more kids come out and participate in that program. Absolutely. And, of course, uh, Ty, uh, as part of District 1, uh, you've always got uh, Sandlot teams all the way up to uh, those senior level teams. Uh, and, of course, uh, looking forward to tournament time as well. We've got about a minute. Yes, sir. So it's um, from here, you know, I think you'd asked about timing. And so basically we, we start tomorrow and we run all the way up till, you know, mid-May, about, thir- you know, at least by third week of May, we're trying to wrap up our year-end tournaments uh, within our league. And then at that point, you start forming tournament teams and start, you know, kind of releasing those and those can play into about the third week of July. And of course, the kind of granddaddy of them all would be, you know, the kids that, you know, eventually make it to Williamsport, which is the third week of August. Uh, But in general, most, you know, little league teams in this area, District 1 will send, you know, three teams, 10s, 11s, and 12s, you know, uh, into that third week of July. And it's, you know, there's a rock, uh, say Rockmart, Bartow, Cartersville, and then this year we've added Cedartown and Dalton. Uh, so we've got five teams in the district this year. So we'll send one team in each division to represent our district, B1. Very good. Cartersville, and don't forget, we are hosting the 12 State this year, too. Very good. And, that, and we're just out of time, but we thank Allison Rutledge, Ty Mitchum, and Nick Wade for joining us from Cartersville Little League. Thank you, guys. Since 1965, Styles Auto Care has built the reputation of efficient repair excellence and guaranteed workmanship for the life of the car with the current owner. A Napa Auto Care Center. Styles can service your vehicle too. And we have all major brands of accessories. Styles Auto Care, where we can do everything for your car except sell it. If you're thinking about retiring, you probably have questions. You're ready. What are your finances? Your Edward Jones Financial Advisor, Derek Strange, can help. Call 770-386-4545 to schedule an appointment. Edward Jones, member SIPC. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. Hope you're having a good Friday morning. And we welcome you back into the zone. We want to thank all of our guests this morning here on BSZ. We had Coach Kyle Tucker of the Cartersville Purple Hurricanes this morning. Woodland baseball coach Matt Montgomery visited with us for a while. And then most recently we visited with the representatives of Cartersville Little League, Allison Rutledge, Ty Mitchum, and Nick Wade. They're getting us ready for Little League opening day tomorrow. Uh, So, uh, we hope you'll stay tuned to both BartosportZone.com and we'll have any updates necessary here with WBHF as well. Uh, before we uh, get to our final segments of the morning, we want to welcome in Matt Santini, Nick Sullivan, and I believe Brad Stevens is even jumping in here on the line. Good morning, gentlemen. Welcome to Barto Sports Zone. It's a Good cavalcade morning. of stars this morning. Morning, Carl. Absolutely. Of course, Alan Sanders and Mike Garcia back in the studios at WBHF. Uh, before we get to uh, the news this morning around the sports world, some NFL things real quickly. Russell Wilson traded from the Seahawks to the Broncos this week. The Colts have uh, given up on Carson Wentz. He goes to the Washington Commanders. That's going to be hard to get used to. And the and also in the NFL, Aaron Rodgers is apparently staying put 
with the Green Bay Packers. Uh, Matt, we'll give you a chance to chime in on the NFL news this week. Uh, big trades, big moves for some big-name quarterbacks. It is, and, you know, none of it really that big of a surprise. Uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers uh, got enough attention, and they changed the organization around enough to make him happy. He's going to stay where he is. When you think about how it suits him to be playing in that division, a, a very weak division, and can rack up six division wins every year uh, rather handily, I think that suits him well. Uh, you know, it was obvious that Seattle and Russell Wilson weren't getting along, and, you know, poor Carson Wentz, Trevor, our very own Trevor Lords treated him so badly that last Sunday uh, of, the, of the regular season that ran him straight out of town. <laughs> Pretty good look at all of that. Uh, that kind of leaves. Uh, we'll we'll jump over here to Alan Sanders real quick. Uh, a lot of discussion out there as to what might happen with the Falcons, Matt Ryan, with all these quarterback moves. Well, you know, the thing that you need to do is you've got to realize, yeah, quarterbacks may be lasting a little longer in the league. There's better protection and better training, but you're going to have to start grooming a new quarterback. Matt Ryan's been great. I think he's had some fantastic numbers with, an, with anemic seasons in the last few years. He's a great guy. He's a great leader, but he's going to need to have somebody to come in and maybe mentor for a season or two. So, yeah, I think it's, it's a definite move forward. They've got to look for a QB. Lots of uh, moves probably still to come in the NFL. And, of course, with the Falcons, they've got some salary cap issues they have to deal with. Uh, so we'll, it'll be interesting to see which of their – uh, top players they're able to retain and move forward and, and which ones they will give up on and let move on in free agency. The other big news, and it kind of changes the uh, topics of discussion that we wanted to cover here on Bartow Sports Zone in this final half hour, you can call it the 11th hour, you call it the bottom of the ninth or whatever you may, but uh, the Players Union and the MLB owners have reached a deal Yesterday, to end the lockout, we'll now have a condensed spring training, and then we'll have opening day on April the 7th, just four weeks away. Nick Sullivan, uh, are you happy to see baseball back uh, on the horizon, Major League Baseball? Yes, it is uh, a welcome sight for sore eyes with some of the things that have been going on um, with the lockout every day. You get your hopes up, and then they would be dashed. And uh, finally, the uh, even though MLB had announced that they were going to cancel a couple of series, I think everybody knew that it was possible if they reached a deal in the next week or two that they would be able to salvage that. And that looks like they are going to still play 162 with some double headers and some rearranging of the schedule. Um, glad to see that the both sides were able to come together and get a deal done and not lose out on on any games. Brad Stevens has joined us on the Zoom connection as well. Brad, I know uh, you've constantly told us here on Bartow Sports Zone you're not the biggest uh, baseball fan out there in the world, but you kind of got caught up in the hoopla of the Atlanta Braves last year. You even told me uh, on a text recently you're, you're happy to see it resolved. I am, Charles. I really enjoyed watching that run that the Braves had. And, you know, I've never really gotten into it for years uh, because it just, you know, baseball just is not my favorite sport. But watching those guys perform like that and Solaire's home run, I stayed up for every one of those games past midnight uh, and watched every last one of them until the very end. So, kind of got me reinvigorated with Major League Baseball to see it happen. So, I'm thrilled about it. I'm going to keep up with it more this season. And I'm just really glad that 
the cooler heads prevailed. And I think the court of public opinion also forced this. I mean, everybody was coming at them from all angles saying, hey, resolve this or we're, we're, we're done watching you people. So I think it worked out real well. I'm really glad. I love it because we're on a Zoom connection and I have video evidence here that Matt Santini does not necessarily agree with all that. But we'll get to that and some other comments on the Major League Baseball end of the lockout. We'll talk about some changes that are coming forth with all of that when we return to Bartow Sports Zone. Hi, this is Ivy Jordan at Latitude Blue. My husband Trey and I invite you to visit our retail location located at 1 West Church Street. Our fully stocked retail store is a perfect partner for the do-it-yourselfer. We carry ledge lounger, lazy buns, and many other premium floats and toys for everyone. And yes, we have chlorine tabs and super shock it in stock. Please visit us today at Latitude Blue downtown underneath the Church Street Bridge near the water fountain. And don't forget your water sample. Find us on Facebook and Instagram. Latitude Blue, bring and families together one backyard at a time. If you're like most people, your home or business structure is your biggest investment and your roof is its first defense. When storms are just the natural wear and tear of time create issues for your roof or gutters, call on the licensed and insured pros at All Star Roofing. With free same-day inspections and estimates, contact All Star Roofing at 678-245-9658 or call 770-655-0911 or find us online at All Star roofs.com Welcome back, friends, to Bartow Sports Zone. Glad to have you with us this morning. I'm Charles Wilson, your host. I'm joined on the Zoom connection by Nick Sullivan, Brad Stevens, Matt Santini, and in studio we've got Mike Garcia and Alan Sanders. I'm going to give Matt a chance first to respond. We were laughing as we went to that commercial break. Uh, Matt was kind of shaking his head as Brad was responding to the return to baseball. We we hugged it out during the break. It's not a big deal. I, <laughs> I just feel that when, you know, businesses are, are, are haggling back and forth behind closed doors, they're not checking Twitter to see what the public thinks about it and that it plays any real significant uh, impact on their, on their timing and what's right for the business and the industry. I saved Mike Garcia's comments for the next uh, little segment here. Changes that have come forth from the new deal. We've got the universal designated hitter now, so uh, everybody's going to have a designated hitter. We've expanded the postseason to 12 teams now in the postseason. The minimum major league salary is up $130,000 a year. Now seven hundred grand is the minimum salary in Major League Baseball. There were some changes made to the competitive balance tax or the luxury tax. That's designed to try to help some of the smaller market teams. There's a bonus pool now for players who have been productive but are not yet eligible for arbitration so there's some extra money out there for those guys and the other big change is the draft is now going to have a lottery type system kind of like the nba to discourage tanking i have an idea what he's going to say but mike garcia what are your favorites in there and which ones do you not like yeah charles once you did that i noticed alan when you mentioned universal dh alan reached over and put his finger on the dump button thinking mike was getting ready to speak so <laughs> go ahead mike <laughs> well you know I, the, the thing i like the most that they did is is uh trying to figure out this international draft thing i i think it's been unfair for years that 
you know, why is it that, that you know, kids born and raised in, in this country in Canada have to go ahead and, and enter into a draft while, you know, some of the kids overseas, they could go ahead and sign big bucks at a young age. And, and so I, I right. think I think that kind of levels the playing field for, for uh, not just the, the domestic players, but the, the teams as well. I mean, it's, it's it, all the small market teams seem to lose out on, on any of the big signings. Uh, j- just look at uh, Shohei Otani. Uh, what would have happened if he would have entered a draft? How high would he have been drafted instead of, well, Los Angeles has a huge pool of cash. Let's just uh, go ahead and throw it in there. So, you know, that aspect I like. Uh, the, the biggest dislike is the way that they've done the expansion of the playoffs. I think baseball is such a a, a game of uh, well, any game is a game of repetition. But especially baseball, you take more than a couple days off, and it throws the whole timing, you know, the hitters, the pitchers, and whatnot, and and reward so-called rewarding the teams with the best records with a first round buy. I, I don't see that as a very b- beneficial. So, uh, so I'm not not a big fan of that. Yeah, a couple of things that I'll let Matt kind of jump in here and follow up on. The Braves got in trouble a few years back uh, with that uh, out of uh, U.S., out of Canada players where they were uh, signing some people or maybe making some contact that was illegal according to MLB rules at the time. And then uh, I'll let you expound on the 12-team playoff. I'm not a big fan either. I must agree with Mike Garcia and I especially do not like the shortened series. Well, I, you know, Capilella, he's he's gone from baseball for good. I'm not 100% convinced he wasn't doing anything that every other team was. Um, and I'll just leave that part where it was. We're we're well done without him and Frank Wren, and we're on to we're on to greener days, world champions. The next thing, only thing I've got in my mind right now, quite frankly, is am I going to cry today because Freddie Freeman resigns with the Braves, or am I going to cry because Freddie Freeman signs with somebody else? Yeah. Uh, as far as the 12-team playoff, I do think it runs counterintuitive to what some of the players wanted. Um, you know, you you expand the playoffs, and the owners like that because you got more teams that are playing meaningful games later in the year. But at the same time, it allows teams to not invest as much in payroll. You know, they can go 80 and 82 and and find themselves potentially in the playoffs. And so I think you're working against the competitive balance and having teams want to pay players more to get them on their roster because they can make the playoffs with a mediocre team. Yeah, uh, really, I, I agree with you. It kind of works counterintuitive to what the players were actually after. The new deal has paved the way for the league to possibly implement some other changes. Not this year. They won't happen in 2022. But as early as 2023, we've seen some ideas kicked around like larger bases on the base paths, a pitch clock and then making certain defensive shifts illegal. We'll turn to our baseball guy again, Mike Garcia. Anything in there that you really like or dislike, Mike? Oh, I just, now now you're getting into the nitty-gritty here. Don't mess with the shifts. If, if guys want to shift, it, these are major league hitters. Go ahead and figure out how to bust it. Managers strategize. Is it worth you know, getting my slugger just to get a cheap, bunt base hit down the third base line with nobody covering or do I want him to slug away depending on the situation the inning how many outs where the runners are on base I just think it takes a whole bunch of fun out of it if you ask me 
Yeah, the strategy uh, being removed already with the designated hitter in the National League makes a lot of changes uh, upcoming in the season. Let's give you guys, uh, Matt and Mike, real quickly, we've got about 30 seconds, give you a chance to plug tonight's baseball coverage on WBHF. Well, I hope it happens. Uh, we'll see how the weather holds up and, you know, Cass trying to get back into the wind column. And they've had a couple of close calls and uh, we'll, we'll see what, what goes. Well, thank you, gentlemen, for joining us. We want to thank all of our guests, and uh, we'll do this again next week with Bartow Sports Zone. We didn't have time to get to our college basketball coverage, but we'll do that next week as the March Madness will be well underway. We'll talk to you next week, folks, on Bartow Sports Zone. Have a great weekend, everybody.